Hey, Flippers and Bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips and make them that money, the bumps in the road they face along the way. You want to get a hold of this podcast? Easy to do. Email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions, send us your finds. We'll share them eventually, I promise. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps. And most importantly, just listen to us. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube. For all the video heads out there, just head on over to youtube.com slash at Flips and Bumps podcast. Subscribe, turn on those notifications if that's your thing, and just uh, live, live a good life. That's all we're trying to do here. Uh, there's two of us on this podcast. We like to call ourselves the Thrift Seekers. Individually, my name is Sasha. I'm the host of this show. And uh, there's another host. He's a co-host. He's my dear friend. He's the video game whisperer. He's the whole flipping show. He's the reason why we're here, to learn. Bow to your sensei. I don't even know what that is a reference to, but it's Pee-wee. <laughs> I am bowing. Pee-wee is here. Uh, what's going on, sensei? Sensei Sasha? Wax on, wax off, my friend. Sensei Sasha are two words that are not easy to spell. Yeah. How's it going, man? Yeah, good. Um, it's Christmas week. Not an extremely... I didn't have an extremely busy week last week. I'm expecting this upcoming week to even be slower than last week. Um, this is a slow period of time that I've been looking forward to. It's been a busy, busy year that we've been going through. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite a year. It's not only Christmas time, but uh, my family celebrates a, a Saints Day tomorrow. Uh, it's called a Slava, Serbian people. Every family has their own saint that you celebrate pretty much. Yeah. And... Uh, I like fast tomorrow. I don't eat meat or dairy products or anything. Uh, I got to go to church at like eight in the morning. Uh, so today was like setting all that stuff up. It's been a hectic week with that. I did happen to watch a Christmas story for the first time ever. I'm 40. I think that's a wow. That's, really? Yeah. I've never seen it before. I've seen like parts of it, obviously. Yeah, sure. But I didn't know like what it was no, about. There's a, I actually just watched the sequel to that that just came out, I think, this year. Well, we night. watched that today, too. So oh, I, you did? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it made a lot more sense than just watching that <laughs> and not watching the first one. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting into the, the Christmas spirit and all that kind of stuff. But between the Slava, between Christmas, uh, I've also I've been doing a bunch of doctor's appointments, uh, just like year-end, trying to get all this crazy stuff done. I had like a CAT scan on my heart, which I don't think is a normal oh, no. thing that you do. But my doctor was like, if you want to do it, uh, I'll give you a referral. I went to a skin doctor. I mean, I'm all over the place, Pee-wee. There's no reason for any of this. You just got curious and wanted to make sure you were good? Yeah, just like a bunch of stuff that uh, over the years you're like, well, I should probably get my skin checked. Uh, I run outside a lot. I'm in the sun a lot. And my wife gets her checked every year or whatever. And so I was like, all right, I'll eventually go do it. And here we are seven years later. So I decided let's get a referral for that when I saw my doctor. Let's do the heart thing because I have some heart issues in uh, like aunts and uncles in my family. But that's also with like other wow. issues involved. Uh, uh, my dad had uh, something happen earlier this year. And so I have to get a colonoscopy now, which oh. is like uh, scary. Uh, yep. Actually, yeah. I don't know if it's scary. It's just kind of like... I'm doing that. Scary is a word. Intimidating. Sure. Intimidating, maybe. Yeah, I'm doing a like that, and then while I'm under, they're also doing a like uh, esophagoscopy, 
They're going wow. into okay. my throat to see my esophagus with a camera. I'm just hoping that they use two different things. <laughs> I'm, right, right. I yeah. don't want to save money in this instance. Like, let's... <laughs> this is the one time you want to splurge. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I haven't been able to do a lot of... Uh, a lot of anything this week that wasn't sure. work or doctor or whatever related. So the time that I did have, I spent listing rather than uh, sourcing things this week, which we'll get to later. That's, that's good though. That's good. let's let's talk about this. You brought up money. How are sales with the with the end of December upon us? Uh, Mid December, I, mean, I guess. I think pretty good. And I th- this week was a, an interesting week because I, I I listed forty to fifty items, which is like oh great, that's pretty oh, big for me. Yeah, uh, I think I sold another right around twenty items this week, which I was right around there last week. And you know, my store is not big. I have right now, after listing one hundred and forty, uh, 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 excuse me, forty to fifty items and selling twenty, I'm at around one hundred and forty <laughs> items listed. Sure. So it's not like I have this massive store or anything like that. So I'm happy with my numbers percentage wise and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know you. Yeah, it's same. I, I'm not seeing it like an above average sale rate. I, I'm still sticking to about one percent per day, which for me, I've got. Uh, I'm very close to eight hundred listings at this point, um, or active listings. Are you doing I'm, seven I'm, a day, or are you just pumping them out? Uh, right now, I'm at seven a day. Okay. Up until December fifteenth, I was just anything I had, because I had my drafts ready to go, so I'd yeah, activate in the 18th, morning seven. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Um, so I, up until the 15th, I would activate 7 in the morning that I just had in my bank. And then if I would get any eBay work done that day, I would just activate those immediately as I was creating them. And then as of the 15th, I started banking again. And currently my bank only has 6 for tomorrow, so I definitely need to do, do some work for tomorrow. Um, but that said, so the after all of that, still today, December 18th, I have nine or 780, 790? active listings um and one percent of that i'm selling about seven per day i sold about seven yesterday and i'm at 13 combined for yesterday and today that are ready to go um so i'm not up like percentage wise on sales but as far as what is selling i I don't know the last time i've made more money than this this weekend specifically i've sold a bunch like of those 13 items that i've currently sold I want to say like five of them are over a hundred dollars. Wow! Um, it's it's a lot of just big sales, and I, I I have to imagine that it has something to do with Christmas coming up, and people are just buying Christmas presents. But I don't know why it's just big items now. I know one of the uh, items I just sold was a uh, was a Nintendo 2DS for like two hundred and five bucks, and which is great. It's a great sale, but it's been listed on my site for probably four or five months. I mean, a long time with a handful of watchers, but no actual, like, no questions, no anything. And then I sold it yesterday. And then the person messaged me and said, hey, I need to update my address. Whoa, 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 buddy. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can only send it the address on file. They said, okay. Um, I said, I can cancel it. And then you update your address, rebuy it. They said, sure, go ahead. So they requested a cancellation. I processed the cancellation. Then I never heard from them, and they never processed the the rest of the... They didn't go ahead and repurchase it. Then I sold it to somebody else today. Now, this is also a... It could be a result... It's either a result of the Christmas season, or that's also a result of selling, canceling, and then relisting. I know. It gets so intriguing, especially because we're seeing it more and more often when you do it. It's like, should I just cancel and relist every week? (laughs) And if I cancel seven per day... 
and relist. Is that my seven activations for the day? Yeah. Do I not have to do any work on this to keep to stay in the the algorithm? We're not trying to defeat the algorithm rather than please the algorithm. We're just trying to stay above water with the algorithm, right? I so was, yeah, it's been very eventful this past week. I was looking at your store and I, it never hit me, but you're a parts guy. Like we said, I have kind my, of yes, I have my machine parts and things that you know I take apart and sell different things. Over. Yeah, and then I realized you're a parts guy. It's just for toys. Like I'm going through your sold listings, and it's like a gun, a knife, a you know whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's, stuff I mean, it it's all pieces that are all 100 percent plastic, and they're all an inch big. Yeah. Um, Transformer parts are huge, especially if it's not weapons. What you're looking for with with Transformers specifically, you want like a head or a knee piece or a, you know an arm or a wing or something. Some of those can go for, or a tiny gun, like regular guns, regular size, like inch and a half guns don't go, they go for like maybe 20 bucks, which is still good. But if you can find the real tiny guns that are like a centimeter and a half long, those go for like 50 bucks. Yeah. It, it's crazy. And I, the only reason I part this stuff out is because I don't have the figure. Right? Yeah. I mean, it totally uh, makes sense. I, I'm not saying anything yeah. negative. I'm just happy. If I had the figure, I would game. absolutely. I, with the figure, you include everything together and just try to sell it all in one bulk group. But without the figure, it doesn't make sense to try to sell all the little pieces. When I have, you know, when a, a figure comes with, let's say, 20 pieces, I have 12 of them. It doesn't make sense for me to try to sell all those in one lot to try to maximize my money and maximize my listings when each one of those parts goes for about $20 on average, anyways. Um, and I'm trying to maximize my listing. I saw a specific thing that I'm not going to mention because it might be your flip of the week or whatever. But I okay. see multiple items here that could be your flip of the week. So your flip of the week is going to be very exciting. You might have okay. six of them that I will be bringing up. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did like a big like. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not. I, the one thing you're talking about might be my flip of the week. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. The, my flip of the week this week is definitely interesting for a handful of reasons. Well, let's get to it because I don't think this show is going to be too long. Uh, but every time I say that, we go to seven hours. So uh, let's start this thing off. I am on the clock. If you're new to this show, what that means is that I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world, whether it's news, stories, maybe I have questions for Pee Wee, maybe we go over emails, whatever it is. When I'm finished with my turn, Pee Wee will get his opportunity to do the same. Uh, I I only have a couple things for you, Pee Wee. First things first, we talked about the Goodwill uh, stores getting rid of the glass case, which I did confirm all the ones by me they're all selling for 199.99 okay same. every single one it had to be just an email that went out to every yeah. goodwill uh, goodwill store owner manager hey get rid of those glass cases but here's Which the confusing part it was replaced by wire shelving if you're really? if you're checking on our youtube here i got this picture set up here it's in the exact spot where the glass case was at this store Okay. And they just put this wire shelf. If you look on it, there's one item. It's a record player that they're selling for like 50 bucks. And so now oh. I just... They're just making it easier to steal? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. The The only purpose of the glass case is to protect it from thievery. Yeah. Um, I didn't wow, ask that's... anybody. I don't know if it's, you know... Maybe that thing is for sale. Maybe the the shelf is for sale. I don't really know, but uh, I just thought yeah, it's, it was... a, it's the usual like shelf. Like their their yeah. aisles are just filled with those shelves, but it's in a very weird spot. It's in the spot that the glass case was. That's um. I, I that's, guess I wish I used to have friends at Goodwill. I used to have people that I would talk to every time I'd go in there. I now have gone to Goodwill so long that 
and the same goodwill for so long that those people have now gotten new jobs or some have retired. Like, I don't know anybody <laughs> at my current goodwill. That's funny. Yeah. it's So I have no connections to, like, ask, hey, what's going on? Well, from goodwill to our friends at goodwillfinds.com, which we're going to talk about a little bit more later, um, I do have one item that I wanted to talk about that I, I regret not purchasing. Ooh. And, uh, and you know, we we got some things. We GST'd some things at uh, goodwillfinds.com, which we've talked about the last couple of weeks. And uh, I actually did get uh, – I bought a lot of Mad Magazines for myself. I'm just going to throw that oh, out nice. there. Uh, okay, cool. It's just a you know, nice personal buy for me here. But when I saw this item, I was like – I was really on the fence about it because there was one sold comp on eBay for this item and it was two forty nine ninety nine best offer uh, accepted. So you don't know what it really sold for. Right. But this thing was so cool that I was like, if I never sell this thing, it'll still be cool to have in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want those types of items. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. I, I'm not here to collect a lot of stuff unless it's a Terry Funk action figure. Uh, I just, I don't know. But I don't know what to do about this one. So it's this Chicago Bulls bowling ball. And it okay. lists all the years from the six championships, which is cool. It means it was made after all six rather than like after the second one or whatever, you know. Yeah, right. So, it, it was after it was done. Yeah, yeah okay. and it's got the cool Bulls head logo and NBA Finals champions, Chicago Bulls. It's a cool looking bowling ball, right? And yeah. I actually recently I purchased it to flip, but Uh-oh, I don't but. know where it is. But it's like a glass case for like holding like signed basketballs or whatever. This thing would fit perfectly. That and, would be perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good, good like it's all lining up here. And it was on goodwillfinds.com for ninety nine ninety nine, and I was like, "Oh man, do I get this? It's it's a hundred bucks." And then I see the the sold comp. What could it have gone for? Like two hundred, one fifty. At you that know point, that there's a site that will look up what the best offers went for, right? Uh, you know, I've heard I don't know it. what it is offhand. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find it in a second, but it, it does. It, there is a way to figure that out. I've heard it, but I I never like whatever it it never i never get to that deep into my search right sure 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 and then something else happened the price of the ball dropped to 69.99 and now on goodwillfinds.com yeah i did that's interesting that they adjust their prices yes and like pretty quickly i may add and i i don't know if they're still doing uh ads i know they were still doing like 40 percent off clothes for a while but uh, I'm, i think all that stuff has ended at this point but you, if you sign up for their email list i think you still get something off either way 69.99 and i'm looking at this thing now and now i'm like really peaked this thing really peaked my interest yeah. so i went back in and i take a look at it and then i looked at the the second picture and it shows the back of the ball okay and now is when i'm like ah oh. Now it makes it way more difficult. If this was an undrilled bowling ball, I would. I was going to ask because yeah. the two fifty one or whatever it went for is undrilled. Yeah, I would a hundred percent at this price take a shot on it. Uh, but the problem is when you look at the second picture. Did I send you the second picture? You did not. No. Ah, okay. The back of it. Not only are there holes, but they are perfectly placed. By the way, there's like lettering on the back or whatever 
and the yeah. holes are like centered perfectly. They're also massive. I don't know if this was Andre the Giant's uh, bowling ball. <laughs> okay. Huge, huge finger holes. And uh, and it says Eric B. So it's monogrammed to somebody's name on oh, there. Oh, maybe you did. Is it is this? This is yes. the back of it? Yes, that is the back. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Okay. I thought this was a different ball. Okay. Yeah, so you see the finger holes. You yeah, those do look large. It is limited edition. It's got the number 418. I wonder how many of these things they actually made. There's a lot of zeros in front of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I. but they, there's no way they made a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> or there's like a warehouse somewhere that we got to get to. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, a lot of undrilled bowling balls. But the, this turned me off. Because if you have to like re-drill this ball and put plugs into this, you're putting the plugs in a perfect spot where the holes should be. Yeah. Now now we're talking bowling ball theory on this podcast, okay? Uh, also, it says Eric B. Who wants a ball that says somebody else's name on it? I believe. Right. Then you have to pay as well to get re-drilled and whatever. And so at that price with these things on it, it's too much for my blood. But then, you know, part of me is just like, well, get it and sh- like show the front. It's a cool-looking front thing. But I was a Knicks fan back then. I didn't become That's a Bulls true. fan oh, until after Michael Jordan left. Yeah. Uh, and so, so it's a bowling ball I passed on. Then, here's another thing. I went to Goodwill a couple weeks ago. I was telling you I saw a, a, a bowling ball. It came in a bag, and it was there for a couple weeks. And if I go back next time, I'm picking it up. Sold. Somebody listened to this podcast. Somebody picked it up. They're making money off of it. So I missed. I missed out on two bowling ball opportunities at this point. Uh, and that's it. There's not much more to the story. I just. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a cool Goodwill find. The price dropped quickly, which is another thing to keep in mind when you're using GoodwillFinds.com. Uh, that's. I didn't know that that happened. That's. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Without any sort of input of you know any codes or anything like that. So. And then I guess the last thing I have for me on the clock this week is going to be just kind of our schedule here for the next couple of weeks. I was going to ask, yeah, what are we doing? You tell me. Yeah, so this week, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting a shorter show, but this is a regular show this week. Um, next week is Christmas, Pee-wee. Are we recording right. Christmas night? I mean, Christmas morning, I'm in. We wake up, we open presents, we come straight to the computers and fire this podcast up. I mean, as long as I'm done with my family stuff, as long as you're done with your family stuff, I'm in. So, uh... I... It's it's tricky, right? Like, I want to say I'm in, but I don't know what's going to happen that day. I don't know how long we're going to be at my parents. Um, 9 p.m. Right. Okay. I'm in. I'm for tentatively right now. I'm in. I will talk to my wife and just confirm that we don't have any long term plans over there. Um, and worst yeah, case scenario, I do a Christmas solo show, just what everybody <laughs> asked for. Um, and so next week, since it's Christmas, and I don't know how much stuff we're going to be doing this week. Next week is kind of going to be like a like a listener appreciation show if you will we have a bunch of emails that we need to go over we have a bunch of stuff that people have been sending us as far as stuff that they have found that's cool i want to share everything i want to get everything out of our emails that we haven't uh touched yet Uh, that's a great idea yeah and let's do all that stuff so if you have any emails that you want to send in i mean this is the week to do it because next week we're going to go through everything we're going to do the purge, the year-end purge. The purge, I like that. And uh, yeah, and we'll just go through everything, all the listener stuff, any cool finds you want to sell, send us, we will be sharing all that stuff. Kind of like how we do our GST, we'll just do it like a listener GST. Now, if we get a thousand of them, 
Uh, that's going to be rough. That's going to be a, a tough one to I do. I guarantee Sasha will go through every single one of them. It's going to be a, a long podcast that goes into potentially the new year. And speaking of the new year, the following week will be a brand new year. So it will be, ah. uh, we're scheduled to record January 1st at night. Okay. And podcast to come out January 2nd. And that will be our 100th episode spectacular. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, since the eBay year will be done, I'm planning on going through my numbers and just giving numbers, the year-end yeah. sales numbers. And Pee-wee, I'm hoping you do the same because I'm very intrigued. Yeah. This is the year that you know we put in a little bit extra effort. Oh, a little. Uh, seven, uh, five to seven active uh, listings a day. I should say, I put, in, I put in a little <laughs> extra effort. You took a huge step here, and uh, you're playing oh, algorithm I'm, I'm games. Ter- honestly, I'm terrified for those numbers. But I know that my 2021 numbers were inflated because I did a lot of video games, and I was buying a lot of like good... There were two very good collections that I bought with like spending thousands of dollars... And in that, the, it was real easy sales. Like, many of the items in those collections were, like, $100 items. So every weekend, I'm clearing, like, $700, $800 on a couple sales. Um, compared to this year, I'm listing as much as I can every day, which translates to a bunch of $15 listings. Um, so I, I think my... It'll be interesting to see. I will be able to track both my sales numbers in as, as far as how much I've earned, as well as how much how many uh, the quantity of items that i've sold yeah and i think both of those numbers are going to be very telling as to how much this work is worth or worth or not yeah and how we need to adjust if we need to adjust all that kind of good stuff so so next week uh listener appreciation show we are the oysters you guys do the shucking and uh and then the week after that will be the hundredth episode spectacular to start the new year peewee that's it for me buddy you're on the clock Okay. Um, just to follow up on a couple of your things, that website that I was thinking of to look up the best offer amounts on eBay sold listings is 130point.com, 130point.com. Um, you can look up anytime the, you can just type in, you could copy and paste if you wanted to, the eBay title of the sold listing that only has the um, the sold amount that has the line through it that says best offer accepted but doesn't tell you what the best offer was. Just copy and paste that title into this website. It will tell you exactly what the item sold for. Um, that Chicago Bulls ball that was listed at two forty nine ninety nine best offer accepted. The best offer was one hundred ninety dollars even. So your guess that two hundred dollars wow. wasn't far off. Wow, but yeah. that was uh, undrilled, correct? Undrilled, undrilled. Yeah, yes. so I, I don't know. I don't know that. Bowling balls are not my forte. I'm more of a monster high, and uh, <laughs> that's more of my specialty. Uh, the maybe in 2023 we can figure out the the nuances to undrilled versus drilled bowling balls. Yeah, and check our merch page for those. I'm a monster high guy uh, t-shirts because <laughs> those are definitely coming. That's a great idea. <laughs> Okay, I was at the post office, been at the post office every day this week, dropping off packages, bags and bags of packages. While I'm standing, and normally I just go in, go straight to the counter, drop my packages off. They scan my phone, which is my, do you do this? Do you take pictures of your um, your, your manifest from eBay? My manifest? So after I'm done printing my labels, I then click on the option on the, in eBay to print my UPS drop-off slip, USPS drop-off slip. 
and there it gives me the option to print that la- the, it's a rundown of all of my uh, all of my labels and if I have that I can print that off and just bring it to them to scan and that's basically them scanning in all of my stuff um, what I realized is that I can just with my phone take a picture of the barcode on the bottom of that picture I don't even have to print the thing off anymore I just take a picture really? of my monitor and they, I just bring them the the barcode. The first time they, I did it, they thought I was crazy because I'm just like, "Hey, here's my packages. Scan this close up of a barcode, and we're good to go." Uh, but then after that, when it when it brought up when it brought up the information, um, they were good with it, and I've done it every day since. I've never talked about this before. Uh, not the not the taking a picture of it. I mean, we've talked wow, about the manifest okay. before. I don't use the manifest. I I go in there and I make Marty scan, scan everything. Everything. Yeah. Okay. One at a time. It's definitely a, it's not foolproof, the manifest, but it at least is something. Um, and I also realized that by not printing it and only taking a picture of my barcode, I don't leave with any sort of like receipt, other uh, any uh, documentation that the that normally I would get by printing it off. I do get a receipt that they give me, but I've never had to use that for anything. Blah, blah, blah. Point being is normally I go in, I just walk to the counter and take care of this. But with the holiday season, I've had to stand in line. And it's taken a lot, this week specifically, it's taken a lot longer at both the post office and UPS. Um, so standing in the line, I'm noticing things that, I'm, that, I'm, uh, that are surrounding me as I'm standing there waiting for my turn. And I turned to my right on like Wednesday of this week and I saw this sign. It was at the post office. It's a sign advertising their boxes that they sell. This is absurd. <laughs> for a cardboard box... The uh, the amount that they charge for a twenty by fourteen by ten six dollars nine cents for a seventeen by seventeen by sixteen seven dollars sixty nine cents and for a twenty by twenty by twenty is eight dollars for one box. Yeah, and people pay it. That's the problem. That is <laughs> insane to me. I I, I compare. I, if you're watching YouTube, I have comparisons of what you can get those same size boxes, if not a bigger size, uh, from Uline. In almost in every case, the so the twenty by twenty by twenty, the largest one that they're charging eight dollars for, Uline charges three dollars and seven cents for. I was gonna say the same thing. Uh, I thought you were actually gonna say lower with Uline, but Home Depot, Menards, they're all right around there too. Three yeah. bucks for it's a yeah. Uline's box. not even the cheapest option that you have. Yeah. It's just one of the options. I actually don't use the Uline for almost anything now. I, again, I suggest you guys look in your specific area for packaging, uh, for packaging suppliers, and usually they will be able to sell you boxes. They'll have boxes available on their website. Um, in our area, the Illinois area, we use GBE and Granger. Um, but I mean, the U line is if you have nothing else, go with U line because it is it's it's better than the post office. Now I the don't post understand. office has lost like two billion dollars in the last ten years or something ridiculous like that. I sure. don't don't look at those numbers, but it it is a ridiculous number. Imagine where they would be without these boxes. Without these boxes, <laughs> the boxes are keeping them afloat. <laughs> yes. I, you might not be wrong, and they do come with the. Have you seen these boxes? They come with like. Three pieces of tape that are on the side of the box. Yeah, already. it's like so a twelve-inch just... piece of tape. Right. I've seen people using these in the the post office because they don't bring their stuff in a box. I'm like, what are you? What's the? What are you doing here? How do you live like this? <laughs> I don't understand it. Every time I want to just tell these people, hey, I live a block from here. Let's go to my house. Let's save you. You know, half. Somebody shipped a box to Canada the other day. No, California for fifty dollars. <laughs> I don't care how heavy that box is or how big it is. $50 is way too much to ship anything to California. 
Unbelievable. Um, in better news, I was going to ask you uh, if you also received this specific... Did you receive any interesting pieces of mail in the past week? I don't think so. I, I hope not. Okay. I received this. Um, I'm assuming if you did that you would have received one that looks almost identical. This is a Christmas card that says, May your days be merry and bright. Happy holidays. Um, I didn't know who the address was when they sent it to me on the outside. I opened it up. I didn't take a picture of the inside because there was like a personal message in there. The uh, the department that buys your games at DK Oldies sent me this Christmas card. Wow. I thought this was one of the greatest business moves in the history <laughs> of all business. I was blown away by how thoughtful this was. I couldn't believe it. I just assumed. That's why I thought that you would get the same thing. Um, I just assumed they would send it to anybody who sold to them this year. I, I've been selling to them for like six years. I've never gotten a Christmas card from them. Finally, this year, I, I thought maybe they just sent it to everybody whose address they had on file. But you didn't get anything like this? No, no. I think they sent me an email that said they're no longer offering any cash for Wii's. <laughs> as the prices keep... Please stop. Please yeah. lose our email address. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have not checked DK Oldies prices in a long time. It's not good. It is not no. good. That is interesting. It's That's... like twenty-two bucks for a for a, a white Wii. Wii. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. I got to take a look at that in a bit. Um, the I'm sure we'll pick back up. Keep checking them, guys. Who knows, man? <sighs> like economy-wise, things have gone crazy. Also, you know, we talk about it every week, and this is the biggest podcast in the world, so everybody's using it. So it's probably oversaturating it. Uh, sure. You know, by the way, that was a joke. We are not even in the top five anymore. So. <laughs> oh, good. I just had a sale on eBay five minutes ago, and I just had somebody request to cancel that listing, or they, that sale just now. Um, the life of an eBayer. Here we go. Uh, speaking of eBay, I have... My sales have been up, but also my returns and my cases have been up. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I, I, the returns are expected... Right, it's part of the business when you have um, returns just turned on, and you receive and you accept returns with no questions asked to to encourage more of the uh, you get discounts for the off of your final evaluation fees when you accept returns and you meet the top seller qualifications. Um, but I've also had some goofy cases, um, two specifically where the case was it wasn't an issue with the item. In both cases, they told me that they did not receive their item. Now, I haven't had this issue all year. And this year specifically, I have a whole system behind me to keep my receipts from from the post office to make sure that I don't run into any issues. Um, and I haven't had to use any of those receipts all year. I've, I've had a rotating box of the last like th- uh, three months. It's four boxes for the last three months. And uh, every time I get to that fifth month, when one month rolls off, I throw those away. I've been going to meticulously keeping track of these. Have not used them once. Until this month, um, I had two. Have you seen any slowdown with the post office or any any shipping this uh, this month specifically? No, no, not at all. I, I did have one uh, case that we talked about that somebody claimed that they didn't get the package, but the tracking showed that they got the package. That's the only right. like weird thing that's happened as far as eBay stuff. But as far as like me sending my stuff, I mean, it's way better than it was last year or two years ago or whenever we were waiting like three weeks for people to get stuff, you know, obviously COVID and, and whatever, but no, I've, I haven't seen any, any changes at all. Okay. 
Um, see, uh, normally, like I said, I haven't seen any issues at all. I, I, the post office has been fantastic. The the two cases that I had opened are different. One is a legitimate, like, I need to go to the post office, and it says I dropped it off on November 30th, and it just has not moved. So I need them to look into that one. Um, that one's still open. The other one got closed right before we fired up the podcast today. It was an international buyer who said he didn't receive the item. I checked the tracking, and it said... Something it had cleared customs. It said it had passed through the client, but then after that, once it, 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 the wording is very weird. Um, but then after the client had seen it, it was sending it back. Um, let me see if I can find the actual listing. It's not here. It says on December sixteenth, unable to deliver. The package must be returned to the client. And then later that day, unable to deliver, the package has been returned to the client. Now, I don't know who the client is. (laughs) Either way, the buyer opened up a case on this one. And almost immediately, within 10 minutes of them opening the case, I got another email. Well, first I got an email within five minutes saying my funds were on hold. Then within five minutes of that, I got another message saying... The case has been closed. We've refunded the buyer. You are not at fault, so you're not. We've released the, your full your your funds, and I believe that's because I used the global shipping program. I, I want to say an item got lost in transit after it got to the the global shipping network in Kentucky, and between Kentucky and where it was going in Canada, it got lost. And I believe in this in that case when it's traveling internationally and you're using the global shipping program, if it does get lost, eBay will just foot the bill for that. That's my understanding of it. The and that's that's exactly what happened with this case here. So, it, it's it's interesting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like. And you obviously don't have returns on. I wonder if you had returns on, if there would have been any. Yeah, if there, like if how it's different. different it would have been. That's a good point. I don't know, but yeah, with all my international, I do not have returns on because I think it would just, if nothing else, it would just be a headache. Yeah, it would be a headache for sure. I actually turned off my returns in general. Uh, everything. All of them? Everything. Yeah. Oh, why? Uh, you know what? Bring it, algorithm. Bring it. <laughs> I don't need you. This is my store. I'll I'll create what I want to create. No, nothing happened. I just, you know what? Forget it. Forget you. I'm not dealing with returns. This is how I do things, okay? I'm not changing my ways. Don't listen to Sasha, guys. It's way more beneficial for you to accept returns and deal with it. You don't receive that many return requests. I am seeing sales numbers soaring ever since I decided to take a stand against the man. You know what I'm saying? You think customers look at your store... I think See so. that you don't accept returns, and you that's a man who's confident in his product. That's is. a man who has no worries about defects. That's a man who will not receive or accept returns or cases or anything. <laughs> I just got a, I just canceled it, and I, I just got another message from the guy. The first message said, "Please cancel this." Second message after I already canceled it, "Do not cancel it." <laughs> what are we doing, buddy? Okay. Um, anyways, that's the end of my time. Let's get to some GST. This week, GST is brought to you by GoodwillFinds.com. For most of us, garage sale season is over, while at the same time, the holidays are right around the corner and our eBay stores are at their hottest points of the year. We're all looking for more inventory, but finding it right now can be tough. GoodwillFinds.com is the answer we've been looking for. GoodwillFinds.com is a brand new, second-hand marketplace 
where you can shop a curated selection of hundreds of thousands of unique items that have been donated to select Goodwill locations around the country. And you can feel good about anything you buy because all of their net proceeds fund local Goodwill community programs. Goodwillfinds.com reached out and asked us to try their new site. Guys, this isn't eBay where sellers are trying to milk every dime out of every item listed. Goodwillfinds.com is filled with discounted items, perfect for flipping, and more importantly, profit. So whether you need more inventory for your reselling business, or if you're just looking for one-of-a-kind gifts for the holidays, visit GoodwillFinds.com. GoodwillFinds.com is reimagining shopping with a purpose. GoodwillFinds.com! Oh, I cannot thank the guys at GoodwillFinds.com enough <laughs> for the last few weeks of sponsorship. Um, this was, Honestly, it took Sasha and I... By surprise, by storm, we were uh, very surprised when they reached out and wanted to be a part of this podcast, and we welcomed them with open arms. And I think we, honestly, Sasha, I think we did a great job of incorporating them into this into the uh, podcast the way that we've done, and more so, it's honestly opened up my eyes to another avenue of getting more inventory, especially during this winter time when it's harder. It's a time where it's harder to find inventory and keep your listings going. Goodwillfinds.com, if, if, for lack of a better word, has forced me to start checking out the that, uh, that website as a source for uh, for inventory. So a, a site that I previously had known about, we'd even talked about it in previous episodes, but I had no interest in checking it out because of my preconceived notions about it. And I was very surprised at the amount of deals you can get on the site. The amount of just the amount of inventory that they have on the site um, that is available to buyers to get for both their flipping business as well as just you know odds and then gifts or just unique items that they're looking to purchase. Goodwillfinds.com is absolutely worth your time checking out. Um, I've loved it. I've loved the past few weeks where we've had them as as a uh, as a sponsor has been fantastic, and I am just I'm very thankful. It's a great time of year for me to say this. I'm very thankful that they've been a part of this podcast for the past few weeks. Yeah, and one thing that uh, I was kind of concerned about at first, but I mean, first of all, it shocked me, by the way, like you said, the amount of products, the different categories and all that kind of thing, but also they're constantly adding. It's not even just like, here's what we have. Uh, Every time I go on, it's like new, 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 and it's showing you all the new items that are updated, and now with the price changing things, that's good for us, you know, as flippers. The price changing thing is a game changer. I mean, that means you need to stay on top of that website a lot throughout the day, just to make sure you aren't missing out on these deals. Yeah, 100%. All right, speaking of deals, let's get to some GST. That is right. It is garage sale talk time. It is Goodwill Scores talk time. It has got some things. It's whatever you want to call it, and I'm going to try and... Uh, you know, make this intro a little bit longer because I don't have too many things, Pee-wee. Uh, but this is when <laughs> me and Pee-wee generally talk about the stuff that we found during this week. Uh, and we do this because we like talking about it and also because we think not only can we learn from each other, but you guys can get something out of it as well. And uh, Pee-wee, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my worst GST in the history of this show. Episode 90, wow. what is wow. it, 8? No idea. I think it's 98. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe next week's our 100th episode, and everything I said earlier is a disaster. (laughs) Uh, But whatever the case may be, uh, I only have three items, and and they're rough, Huey. They're rough. Here we go. All right, let's see what you got. (laughs) My 
my most expensive items of the week right here. We're going to start start off with these Toro trimmer spools, right? These are the spools that go on the bottom of your... Uh, oh, I hate these things. Yeah, I, I always do this, and then they come out undone, and then I have six feet of extra line. And yeah, that this is probably... the, the wire that goes on the end of your like weed whacker thing. Yeah. Terrible. And me and you are not very... Um, how can we how can we say this nicely? We are not very physically labor <laughs> intelligent. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a good way to put it. Uh, the we're not uh, we're not handy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, so I usually buy these in like bulk of twelve, and then after th- about three of them, I just decide that we're gonna have weeds the rest of the year. There you go. Uh, so I found these three, and they're Toro, uh, which is a good brand. And I've actually sold a bunch of these before, these Toro ones. I find them at Home Depot in the clearance aisle every once in a while. And uh, and you look them up by, by the like model number or item number or whatever it's called, and you can see whether they're worth picking up or not. I've had success in, with these before when you buy like three, four, or five of them and bundle them together so you only have to ship once rather than, you know, each one individually yeah. shipping one individually for 12 bucks you can ship three for 30 yeah and so this one i i picked these up because i was like oh i'll just do that you know they're whatever i'll just uh lot them up as a group of three and sell, sell them for 30 bucks then i realized one of them is not the same as two other ones uh, uh and so that's cutting into my stuff already uh, i paid a dollar 99 each for them they go for about 12 bucks shipped each of them so it's probably going to be around four bucks shipping it's going to be two bucks taken out uh for my cost of goods sold it's going to be two bucks taken out of my ebay fees and so you do the math they're going to make about four bucks a piece selling these individually ching ching yeah i don't want to i don't want to kill into your sales here on these things but is there a better weed whacker than using the the machine that uses the, the wire stuff? Is there one that just has, like, metal blades on the end that I can use? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is not <laughs> This is not what we do. You know what I mean? I'm pretty I'm sure, I pretty hate, sure I you pay a guy. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure my backyard is ruined by my attempts at <laughs> weed whacking. So. Uh, next up for me, I have a banner. This is a 13 by 18, I want to say, banner of SMU, Southern Mes- Methodist University the mustangs oh, i believe interesting okay uh paid 99 cents for this thing sells for just under 20 bucks i think one sold recently for 17 bucks uh, i think i put mine up for 20 i sold one recently it was a wisconsin badgers one if you remember a couple months ago these things if they're 99 cents i'm gonna take a shot on them there's enough people who go to college who want this stuff for yeah. their yards uh it's a very easy list there's only two sides to it easy to take pictures easy to list uh, what do you know about Southern Methodist University, Pee Wee? Uh, this is my first first time I've ever heard of them. I okay. had no idea that was even a school. I, c- I couldn't you know? tell you where it is, but I do know two things about them. Uh, one is they had like a big football, uh, college football scandal or something like that back in the 80s. Where they oh, had to like okay. surrender two seasons or three seasons or so, like I don't really? know. I don't know why. I don't know what they did. I'm gonna go ahead and guess uh, some sort of uh, illegal stuff that they shouldn't have been doing. That uh, sounds about right. Sure. And then recently, I remember maybe it was like ten years ago, uh, Larry Brown, who used to be, I mean, he's a legendary coach. I want to say the only coach who ever won both a NCAA and NBA title, because uh, we're now a basketball podcast as well. <laughs> 
but he randomly, after being in the NBA, like went to coach at SMU, which is very weird. And then all of a sudden, they got really, really good, and everyone was like, "Hmm." And then they, uh, uh, there was another scandal that was something with academic cheating, whatever it was. Oh, okay. And then he uh, resigned, and I don't know where he is these but days. Obvi- I mean, this thing isn't a gold mine here. Obviously, no. controversy is not uh, not equating to cash. No, not at all. Not at all. This is just a nice little, um, you know, I'll make 10 bucks on it. It'll sell eventually. It's, it's what was there when I went that day. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Uh, and speaking of what was there when I went that day, this was the last thing. As I was going to the register, I saw this thing, and I was, I said, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, it looks very cheap, but also looks very oldish. You know, 20, 30 years old. I don't know what it is, but it's a Disney, Unesco, Mickey Mouse, Snow Globe. Uh, I know Unesco. Yeah, uh, and Mickey is a, a hockey player in this one. Ah, okay. Oh, it looks—it does look old too. Yeah, the the font on the thing—it was in great shape for being what it is. Uh, there's no, you know, it's plastic. It's not glass. Yeah. Uh, it's just really weird. And I found this on December fourteenth, and I looked it up, and one had sold that day, December fourteenth. There you go. Was the only sold comp. And look at that picture that they have, by the way, if you're on the YouTube. Oh, that is... Oh. Their main picture, it's on its side. It's And it's not even completely on the side. It's like on its is side, that, but the is picture's that also crooked. to just crooked. show... Maybe I think the... that was done on purpose. To show... Because if you, if you post a picture like you took your picture of yours, the main, like the bigger picture of Mickey here, you can't see Mickey because the waterline's going across his face. Versus... Because the, theirs, it looks like it's filled about the same as yours. Do you fill snow globes when you get them and they're not filled all the way? I have no idea how to do that. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, this one, especially being plastic, I don't even know that you could do this. It might just be glued shut. Yeah, Um, I don't know. But either way, 99 cents. It's not a bad idea. I would have just turned the picture, you know, 90 degrees so it's facing upright. But I like that they, they photographed it on its side so you could at least see what was in there. Yeah, you're right. It's better than mine. And, uh, and hopefully I can sell mine without retaking pictures because I'm not going to retake the pictures. Uh, mine's the only one on eBay. That listing is the only one that has sold in the last 90 days. This might be sitting in a bin for quite some time until I hit that Disney hockey player who likes vintage stuff. Do you um, keep this in a bag? What if it leaks? That's a great question. And once again, reconsidering everything right now. <laughs> Might not be selling on eBay after this week's questions, Pee-wee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to put this in a bag as soon as this podcast is done. Because Please uh, do. Just I don't because it's do lost that much water already, who, and who knows where it goes. Yeah, and by the way, it may have already uh, leaked everywhere. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But that is my biggest flip of the week right there. So, Pee-wee. And congrats. Uh, I think it's your turn, buddy. All right. I don't have anything mind-blowing. I've got one questionable one that I, I've got that I literally just have questions on it. That's what makes it questionable. Um, but other smaller ones. You ever been to Burlington? Formerly known as the Burlington Coat Factory? Yeah. This place. I'd never been there until yesterday. I'd heard people have gone there. I go into Burlington just looking for like, I'm running errands trying to get them done. This was Friday actually. So two days ago. Um, and I'm looking around. I go to the toy section. I pick up a couple things uh, for... 
that I, that I think I'm going to get for my son for Christmas. And then as I'm looking through the action figure stuff, I see the top of a card back of an action figure, and it's Vintage Ninja Turtle. And I pull it out, and it's this classic collection Leonardo figure. It's not the, like, it looks different. This is a 2012 figure, brand new in the package, has not been re-released since then. The, the stamp on it says 2012 on the back of the packaging. They wanted $10 for it. It doesn't go for a gold mine. It goes for about 30 bucks. But I could not believe that a 2012 item, brand new item, was still on the shelves at Burlington. Yeah, I don't know where they get their stuff. I mean, they are the same type of store, you know, similar to like a Ross or like a uh, TJ Maxx and those ones. Where like Mm -hmm. you'll randomly come across a WWE figure from like, you know, 2017 or whatever. This I just I I felt like I was much more likely to find this figure in this condition in new in the packaging at like Goodwill compared to a, a a Burlington. I was shocked. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. I didn't even know Burlington had a toy section. Yeah, it's and apparently it's definitely worth checking out. I know. Uh, back in the day, I used to look for like shoes, like new shoes. You could buy them at places like Ross and Burlington and flip them. Um, and I had some success at Ross with a couple pairs of shoes or whatever but I, I was never able to find anything at burlington but that's the only reason the, the only time i've ever actually been to burlington okay it's looking for shoes all right um i hit up my local mom and dad uh thrift store picked up a couple two things on the same trip i go there literally every day didn't pick up anything all week long but on one day i picked up two things at the same time very cheap for $2, I picked up this Diddy Kong Nintendo 64, uh, Diddy Kong Racing Nintendo 64 lunchbox. Um, anything that has, I looked at, I grabbed it because it said Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong is a character from the Nintendo 64 era. He has a Game Boy game as well, but after that, he doesn't have games that are named after him. So I knew that if there was a product like this that was made in reference to the character, it had to be based on, you know, late 90s, early 2000s era. And it's video games. It has a Nintendo 64 logo on it. Um, it's not worth as much as I thought it was going to be, but I paid two bucks for it, and it's worth about twenty, about twenty-two, let's say, plus shipping. Um, not a killer, but still something that will easily sell, considering it's video game merchandise. And I was just, I was very surprised to see this. There is, all, it's also a mini lunchbox. It's not like a regular size lunchbox. It's only like maybe six inches across, um, five inches tall. Like it's, it's a smaller lunchbox. There is another. Uh, Nintendo 64 mini lunchbox that's Mario the values on that one are all over the place one sold for like 130 another one sold for 50 uh, but if you find the Mario mini Nintendo 64 lunchbox it's at least looking into doing some research on it because it could be sitting on something um, that same trip like I said I picked up two things the other thing I picked up I don't normally look at really their DVDs or their CDs but in this case I was looking at both I came across this in the CD section, and I don't. There, it takes a lot. If it's not a video game, it takes a lot for me to look up a CD just for me to pick it up and be like, "Hey, this might be worth something." But this was a Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game, um, music to duel by. So it's like music, Yu-Gi-Oh music. I don't even know what this is for. It's not a soundtrack, but it's Yu-Gi-Oh music. They wanted. I brought a dollar on here, but they wanted seventy-five cents for it. The CD regularly goes for twenty dollars plus shipping. So I just got. I don't look up CDs normally. I don't usually look them up because this is Yu-Gi-Oh. Because it's 
not music related i was like sure let's let's at least take a look and i've been looking up a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards lately like Yu-Gi-Oh was on my mind so i said sure um got lucky with it so this is definitely a cd to keep an eye out for Yu-Gi-Oh music to duel by um again worth 20 bucks plus shipping here was a free pickup got a text from my sister saying hey take a look at this picture this is in the Facebook ads by me. My friend is... Well, no. My friend is about to list this on Facebook for free. I thought of you. Do you want it? Before she lists it. I said, sure. A Dymo label maker? Or label printer? It's a wow. thermal printer with uh, with two rolls of the... It's the roll label. Do you use the roll labels or do you use the flat ones? No, I use the flat ones. And I yeah, actually... I, I ran out this week. I had to order <laughs> new ones. Okay. Yeah, same. I, I recently uh, bought some too. The actually bought some, returned some because I didn't like how they were printing, and then bought different ones. Um, but I, either way, I do not buy the rolls because I don't have the roll holder, and I think they print differently. Um, either way, I haven't checked the actual model number of this thing, but Dymo label, thermo label printers go for a lot. The sold list and I pulled went for one hundred and twenty-four dollars. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to get for this one. The other listings for different models went for like seventy bucks, so I might have a cheaper one here. Either way, she was giving it away for free, and based on the way she was wording what she was going to list on Facebook, I think this thing works. I haven't tested it yet, but it was free, and if it is $100 plus, like I, I can't pass that up. So, of course, I said, sure, I'll take it, send it over. Um, I will keep you guys updated and let you know if this thing works. Um, two more. This one's kind of interesting if you're a wrestling guy. I'm in a wrestling Facebook group, and normally I... I, I don't participate too much but uh, especially in sale posts but i do always look just in case anything does catch my eye this one guy it's, i just got lucky timing wise he made this huge post of um merchandise from a wrestling podcast and i'll just show the picture so he posted a, a lot of it's like 40 different pins that are all like lapel pins that are specific to this podcast um, some are mass produced and there were hundreds made. There are a couple, this, uh, green stormtrooper one in the bottom right hand corner. I think there's either 10 or 30 of those in the world. And for all of these, he wanted a hundred bucks. So less than $3 a pen. I think I, I have a lot of this stuff listed already because I bought a similar lot like this and have sold about half of it, but I also have not sold about the other half. So I have to figure out what is overlapping and what is not. But I know that this stuff does sell. It's slow, but it does sell. Um, I paid $100 for this stuff, and I want to say I can make close to $500 on this stuff. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty incredible. It's a lot of stuff, yes. I yeah. was the, the What made me feel good about it is I was the first person to comment on the Facebook post saying, I'll claim it, yep, uh, you know, send me your, your PayPal information, I'll send you $100 uh, back to you. The amount of comments after the after my comment of man, I'm so angry, I missed this, <laughs> you know, steal of the week, you know, the, those kind of comments, it was just filled, boom, 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 constantly after that. So I do know I got a good deal. I just because this is a niche podcast, I do think it is going to take a little bit longer for to sell. Uh, but even this set of four Christmas pins, I've sold that. I've already sold that. I know I've sold that for sixty dollars previously in the past four months. Um, so I mean, that's more than half my money right there. I, I, I think I'm going to make a killing on this stuff. Yeah, and by the way, all of it is first-class mail. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's yes. uh, tiny, tiny, tiny boxes. Yeah, yes, it's beautiful. It's, there's no 
massive, massive ice rinks that I'm selling over here. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. And also yeah. pictures. Dude, so I love yeah. buying lots like the pictures of this is picture of the front, picture of the best, back, maybe pick, get individual pictures of like the backing cards that are there. Otherwise, I'm done. I don't need to weigh them because they're all first class and I just write them all this, you know, free shipping yep. in a nine by six by four with, you know, let's say 10 ounces. And then if it cha- if it's higher than 10 ounces when I sell them, then I just enter it. It doesn't matter because it's free shipping. So it doesn't matter at the time that I sell it. And the listings are just repeats of the previous ones. I'll be able to list all, you know, 40 of these pins within it, including pictures within an hour and a half. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, we have a segment i can't say it but this is a flip of the week right here this is uh this (laughs) is great this was a great pickup right um last one is my goodwill finds pickup of the week i've got uh blood omen 2 i picked this up on goodwillfinds.com this was when i was looking through their site just trying to this is about during my my initial look through and i could not believe i found this game um on the site for the, the cost that it was this is a game that normally goes for uh 37 dollars plus shipping and I was able to pick this up for 22 shipped, and that's including GoodwillFinds.com uh, shipping. This was after the Cyber Monday deal, so after 20% off. But even you had 20% to this, and it's still a deal on $37 plus shipping. Um, this I haven't decided. I do collect GameCube games. I don't know if I'm keeping this or not. It is worth flipping with the way with the way it is. It's complete. It's got the the case. It's got the disc. It's got the manual. Um, but because it is so clean, I am absolutely considering hanging on to this. I just haven't decided what I'm doing with this. Either way, would not be possible if it wasn't for GoodwillFinds.com. And that is all I have for GST. All right, that means it's time for the flip or the bump of the week. This is uh, when we talk about something that we're happy that we sold or maybe a mistake that helped us learn something along the way. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and talk about something that uh, I talked about last week here. This is a 1994 Department 56 Village Animated Ice Skating Pond that I was just complaining about because it's large and I have to (laughs) figure out a a box to send this thing in. Uh, But that's okay because I sold it. And I sold it for $99.95 plus shipping. Nice. And uh, this is the thing, if you remember, it was supposed to be $25. And I went up and they charged me a quarter. And then I felt bad. Oh, that's right. I felt horrible about this thing. And uh, and I actually went back to the store and I talked to the lady who runs the store and I told you her, did. Uh, yeah. And I've never talked to her before, um, but she sees me all the time and she always says hello. I say hello and then I go on my way looking for shoes or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and she walked up and she said hello and I said, I need to talk to you when I leave. <laughs> and she was like, okay, She's like sir, I'm married. Yeah. And uh, and I said, don't worry, it's nothing weird. And uh, I think that made it weirder. And so then I went along my way, did my shopping, and uh, and I went back up front, and she was there. And I was like, look, I was here a couple days ago, and I found this thing, and I'm pretty sure they were supposed to charge me 25 bucks. It looks like 25 cents, but you know what this thing is. I know what this thing is. Did you and, take a picture of the – like? Did, I would, no, if I, this was me, I would have taken a picture of how it was labeled. I had like, it did, in my car. Like I could have. Oh, you did. It okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but I was like, nothing's gonna happen here. She's gonna either tell me, "Don't worry about it. We made a mistake," or she's gonna charge me. And she was like, "Oh, thank you so much." You know, normally it's the opposite. Normally people come in here and they complain about prices being too high, which is insane because this place has great pricing sure. on all their stuff. 
this is where I got those Filson shirts, which, by the way, have both sold in less than two days being listed wow. at uh, like 40 bucks a pop. Uh, so anyway, she was like, yeah, uh, thank you. I appreciate your honesty, which I think goes a long way there. You know, I think she'll maybe maybe that gives me some good karma. She knows I'm a flipper. She's got to know by the things that I'm buying or whatever. Maybe down the line it helps me out. But so here's the thing. So she charged me twenty four dollars. Um, oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. So she charged me twenty four dollars. Uh, I've already paid the twenty five cents. Technically, I got a seventy five cent discount. Sure. On the twenty five dollar sure. thing. But here's where the good karma comes in, Pee Wee. I brought uh, this thing was like I said, it was in my car at the time. And I had taken it home later that day. I open it up. I'm starting to go through all these different things and make sure all the pieces are there. Because when I looked at it, it looked complete. But, you know, it's a quick kind of you don't breeze know, yeah. through. And and so I take it and I look. And there's all these extra pieces in there. And then I take oh. a look and I realize these are extra pieces from a different set. Now, the one that I had, it was a pond. It had four skaters on it. And when you turned the thing on, the skaters were on a magnet and they would, like, skate around. Okay. Kind well, of like you the could buy, football game. Yeah. You could buy an additional four skaters, which are elves, which are the things that you see if you're looking on our YouTube page right now. Yeah. And then there's also these swans that were from a completely different set uh, that have sold for around 15 bucks. Uh, I think a little bit more. I don't remember. I can't see. Uh, and then the the set down there also sold for 20. I've already sold that. The the, the, the oh, additional wow. set has sold. The, I still have the swans, but that stuff is making up the money that I did end up paying anyway. I so guess. I am going to end up I... paying a quarter for it. Yes, of course, it's additional money and whatever, but I'm just saying uh, there's a, a karmic activity if you believe in that sort of thing, which I don't. Okay. But uh <laughs> but here yeah, we go. Right. Yeah, there so. you go. All right. Well, I mean, you landed on your feet, and that's all that matters. That's good. Yeah. What about you? Right. What's your flip or bump of the week? Yeah, I said this is going to be interesting. The first thing I want to talk about is back to bowling balls. Um, I Boom. sold the bowling ball that we talked about, I think, a week ago. Of, you know, two weeks ago, tops. The, this thing sold super, super quick. I got, I paid $5 for it. The I sold it for uh, 90 plus 13 shipping. The I was shocked that this thing sold at all and that it sold so quickly. How do you ship a bowling ball? You should see the process I went through to get this thing into a package so it didn't rattle around. What are you doing so it's so it's an easy way to pack this thing? First of all, look on our website for the bowling ball hall t-shirts. All right, <laughs> they're next to the Monster High guy shirts. Um, what I do is I have a little bit of bubble wrap that I I do one way, I do the other way, okay. and then I kind of tape it, and it basically bubble wrap completely surrounds it and then the box is usually like 12 by 12 by 12 13 by 13 by 13 right around there and i just use the the construction paper the masking paper and that's it on the bottom okay that's the way i started but then do surround it on the sides and then on the top and just make sure there's enough in there so it's not shaking i mean everything I, i learned from you it it's just, uh, did you try doing it without, like, bubble wrapping the ball itself? No, I bubble wrapped the ball, and then I included the paper. And when I first put it in there, it was fine and not moving. But after a while, because the ball is so big and heavy, mm-hmm. that it would crush the paper around it. And I wasn't, like, packing the paper in there. I was just, like, crumpling it and putting it in there. Yeah. Um, and it would just crush the paper. Like, it wasn't any padding. It would just roll around and crush the paper in there. I think you needed um, more paper. The uh, I, I, 
so what I did is I opened it up and I took the ball out. I went through so many problems. At first, I Googled it. And how do you ship a freaking bowling ball? You could have texted uh, me. <laughs> I thought about it. Um, I ended up incorporating two different philosophies. The first one is insane. The I took the bowling ball out in the bubble wrap. And then I took pieces of cardboard. And I folded it like an accordion into like a little brick. And then I taped six of these little bricks all over the circle or all over the bowling ball. So it was like a Katamari ball, if you know what Katamari is. Yeah, yeah um, it's like a little fish you eat, squid. Great, great. Um, so the, I have this big Katamari ball with these little things poking out all over the side. Um, I put that in there and I was thinking like, okay, that'll like pin it to the walls of the box that I have. Didn't pin it to the walls. Okay, let me get a smaller box. I put it in the smaller box and I wrap it up and now it's tight. But I can't close the box because the box isn't tall enough, and it's got like a lump on top. All right. Well, one of the other uh, one of the other uh, YouTube videos I watched said, "Do a box inside a box." So let me take that box and put it inside another box, and let me put uh, you know the the wrapping paper, the the masking paper, into that box. So I double boxed the thing. I used the paper. I used the bubble wrap. I catamarried it so it's got like so it's pinned up against the wall. It was a mess. It's not moving now. In the, when I originally listed this thing. I listed it for at sixteen pounds two ounces. When I weighed it again after I repackaged it, it 18. was at eighteen. It was oh, at eighteen yeah. four. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, so I don't know what the, I haven't printed the label yet. That'll be tomorrow. I might have cost myself money by doing that, but I think it's a safer route. Anyway, this isn't even my flip of the week. I just want to get your thoughts on on shipping a bowling ball. Well, you're gonna you're gonna end up paying probably eighteen bucks, depending on where it is, fifteen to eighteen bucks to ship this thing. Just because it bumped up from sixteen to eighteen, I think so. Sixteen pounds, it is that like he's paying the actual price of shipping. But box in a box as well. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. So it's like it, even bigger than. No, than the I, the box in the box is the size of the original box. Okay, uh, that's so, not too bad then. Uh, I just think a this is a great sale, and I'm happy you're on the bowling ball train. I might be uh, done after this one. The the it took me like forty five minutes to pack this thing up. But you know why? Because you Twice. only because you only <laughs> ship in a nine by six by four box, you don't have the <laughs> blisters on your fingers from working hard like I do, trying oh, to find boxes. When I have to make a place. box, I hate making boxes. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. when I have to take two boxes and make it into one. It's the worst. It takes me forever. I am a master boxer, Pee Wee. I am a master right. boxer. Hey, here's the real one. Goodwillfinds.com paying off again. This red, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that big set that I bought off them for $72, shipped to my door. I thought I was going to get about $150 for it. I was hoping, and I, I also was really, really hoping that GoodwillFinds.com would ship it to me in time so I could list it for the holiday season. Uh, they did. It sold this past... It actually sold right after last week's episode. sold for $142 um, plus $16 shipping. Now, I did refund, I think, $25 of that because when they received it, the some of the uh, the figures inside had broke. Not Goodwill, uh, not GoodwillFinds.com's fault. Not even my fault, according to the buyer. Um, they just blamed it on shipping. They didn't want to go through the shipping process. They said their husband could fix it. They said I'm good. They even left me positive feedback without even me getting back to them. And I just said here, you know, I appreciate you understanding that it wasn't my fault. I'll give you 25 bucks back. Um, so, so I refunded them with 25 bucks, and uh, still came out way way ahead because of this GoodwillFinds.com fine. Yeah, that's great. great. Uh, and by the way, speaking of positive feedback, two of the three bowling balls that I sold, they gave me positive feedback and mentioned the shipping, like how good the shipping was. Wow. That's, so that's my dream. So ch- check our YouTube 
uh, page soon for the shipping bowling balls <laughs> Please, video. I would love that. You video. can only find at the Flips and Bumps podcast. I would imagine. I, would imagine. I, I googled it. They, like video does not exist. There's one video of a guy talking about how to do it, and you, he doesn't show you what to do. He's just sitting in a chair <laughs> explaining it. I thought uh, your flipper bump of the week was going to be this Bianatops Masters of the Universe laser horn accessory. Oh, no. I mean, that was just a rare Masters of the Universe He-Man accessory for the... $124.99 yeah, for the... just a gun. <laughs> That's right, yeah. The the dinosaur sets for the, uh, for the Masters of the Universe. There's a green Triceratops. There's a purple T-Rex. And I think there's a, um, a Pterodactyl, too. They go for a lot of money. If they're complete, they go for hundreds of dollars. The accessories go for hundreds of dollars. It's, they're great finds. I just randomly came across the the gun in a box as i'm going through all this stuff and now it's time for well 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 what do we have here peewee for you this week i noticed something uh it's it's pretty cool uh it's these little horror figures that you have horror h-o-r-r or r or figures (laughs) uh one inch garden figures of assorted horror monsters by the way if you're into horror movies and and, uh people talking about it check out our friend Goff's podcast, the Horrorcopia podcast. Good call. Um, but yeah, tell me about these people. You have one hundred and eight ninety nine and like forty bucks for these little one inch figures. They're cool. They're really cool. It's all like Jason and Freddy and all those dudes. Yeah, it's all, there's all sorts of them. There's the Saw guy. There is the Scream guy. There's guys I don't even recognize. There's all sorts of these little guys. They're only one inch tall. Um, this was from a pickup that I meant to talk about on the show a couple weeks ago, and then I deleted the picture off my phone, and then I couldn't go back and get it. Because um, I was at Goodwill, and for the first time in a long time, they put out two giant bags of toys that were like, I mean, massive bags of toys for $3 each, $2.99 a piece. So I spent $6 on hundreds of little toys. Um, And I really just got them to, I saw in one of them it had a Sonic figure, and my kid is really into Sonic, and it was a figure he didn't have. Okay, that's all I need to see. I'll spend $6 on these two bags. We'll get home, and we'll see what we have. I went through the entire bag, both bags, with my son. He had a blast. It's one of his favorite things to do, not playing with the toys, just going through toy, like lots of toys that he hasn't gone through yet. Um, and we didn't find much. He, he pulled out a couple Sonic toys, and that was it. The rest of the toys were kind of garbage. But in there, in a bag, it was in a separate bag, but it was inside these toy bags, uh, were these horror figures. By far, the most interesting thing in the lot were these horror figures. And I can't find a single thing on these on the internet. I have looked in, um, I've used Google Lens on each one of the figures, can't find anything. I have asked in Facebook groups, of where the Facebook group is literally titled, Identify This Action Figure. And nobody knows what these things are. Okay, I've got a unicorn here. Let's go ahead and name my price. So I, I lotted these up. I took the doubles and made a small lot of four and listed them at $40. And then I took the bigger lot of 11 and uh, made a lot and priced them at $108.99. Um, I don't know if these are ever going to sell for that price. I will knock them down by 6% every month and just see what happens. But I, I don't think I'm totally out of line here just given how unique they are. Is the the garden figures just a another thing to... Garden gnome is the the term I was going for. Um, the because I I use gnome minifigures because that's kind of what they look like. They they're, okay. they're heads with like long bodies and arms. Um, and then people type in garden gnome sometimes to to find various things. Garden gnome is just a common term for you can find all sorts of things that are themed as garden gnomes. Um, so because of that I had extra room in my my titles listing, so I just included the word garden there. 
Good question. For you, I I don't think you've talked about this, and I have to assume this was part of your Peloton run a couple months ago. Uh, but this Peloton reversible yoga mat that you have listed for forty plus shipping. Oh yeah. Uh, follow me on Peloton if you're on Peloton. I I run every day. That's the one one thing that I have kept a successful habit of. I exercise Great. at least thirty minutes a day, Pee Wee. Every day. Not a boy. Not a boy. No matter what. Uh, yeah, my wife's addicted to the Peloton stuff, and we just have excess stuff. And I had uh, a good week with my wife <laughs> okay <laughs> gotta have one we've been together 17 years <laughs> it's about time no but uh she was like uh yeah you can get rid of this and this and this and then a, a bigger thing that i we didn't even get to we didn't even talk about it i thought you were gonna d- totally bring these up i have all these like Limax uh christmas mini village things uh, yeah, I wasn't sure how much that was tied into your flip of the week this week, so I stayed away from it. Yeah, uh, my wife, five, six years ago, decided she wanted to do that. And then the year after was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so we okay. have all of these things, and she never wanted to give them away. And this week, I got her to give away these Peloton things to me to list and all of these Limax things. So I'm going to have like 10, 15 boxes of these expensive Limax Christmas things. I wish it was like a month ago. Uh, but I'm happy that she's, you know, ready to make some space with this stuff. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but yeah, with this Peloton thing, we actually have two of these <laughs> that are still sealed in the box. And we have two <laughs> that we, like, regularly use or whatever. One's under the bike that she has. Uh, and then I think she actually bought a separate mat to do, like, whatever other stuff. Because okay. it was, like, a better mat or whatever or different type of mat. I don't know. I don't really care. Uh, I just want to sell it. Here's a here's a little tip that uh, she told me because she's part of all these like Peloton groups and things like that. I guess a bunch of people members in the group have found some of these sealed Peloton things at like TJ Maxx and Ross type oh, really? stores, and so they're finding them cheap and able to flip them. That's a good tip, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so I'm hoping to do the same. I think I'm pretty much the lowest price up there. I just want to get them out of my house at this point. Sure, so. absolutely. That's it for the show this week. If you guys want to uh, get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. You email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions. Send us your your finds. Uh, next week is going to be that listener appreciation type thing. I, I don't know how much stuff we really have, but uh, I, I definitely know we're, we're behind a little bit on the emails. So uh, if you sent some stuff in, we're going to do our best to get that stuff uh, on the air next week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps. Don't forget New episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from. That includes YouTube. Pee-wee, say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. Happy holidays, flippers and bumpers. Enjoy it, guys. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Flip that turkey. Christmas turkey. <laughs>